Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Weekly DLC. I'm one of your hosts, Crush, joined always by my co-host, Daniel Vargas. Bow, bow. And Daniel Jang. Welcome to Jurassic Park. <laughs> and if you're not f- familiar with what we do, blah, 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 uh, we come to you every week. We created podcasting. Jurassic Park. We, we, yeah. Uh, podcasting services of your choice. Uh, we're on Spotify. We're on iTunes. We're on Pocket Cast. We're on Google Play. We're on Stitcher. We're on. We're on it. Spotify. We're on, I, it's the first oh. one I saw. Oh my bad. I thought you. Were, were I thought you were fucking with me. For, I was like, <laughs> um, and we come to you every Monday. We sit around a table. We usually talk about nerdy stuff. Every Monday. Every Monday. <laughs> on Monday. Every Monday. This is live. <laughs> we're doing live right now. We're recording a little early. It's it's about to head into the Thanksgiving holidays, and uh, we got to get, get ahead of the game, ahead of the curve. Um, guys, how have you been? Pokemon. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I've been good. Pokemon. Finally, something we can talk about. <laughs> a game I haven't picked up. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, I, I uh, started my my three day week <laughs> um, since we last recorded um, with they will. Come for us. The night comes for us. The night movie I was telling you about of the round table come for us. Yes, that movie. Mm. Um, and like many other things that I like, I you, shit you, on you, it. You, you do you you come at it with a different perspective. I, I do me. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. Overall, the movie is good. I I enjoyed it, but like the fighting, I, I feel like they missed the mark on that. Okay. Other than that, I would really high, uh, recommend the movie. But again, it is very gory. Temper expectations. Very gory. Yeah. Very, very I gory. think that helps knowing that this is gory because I did not go in knowing it was gory. I was like, oh, it's like the raid. Fuck yeah. you. You talked about like the arm thing and I was like. The girl fight. There was man. like uh, the two girls versus one girl. That was, to me was badass. Two girls, one girl. Mm-hmm. And then. There, I, oh, I forgot to mention, there's this one guy who's not like a main guy. I was talking about how there's like, you think they're just going to go. Mm-hmm. It was the, the bearded guy with the, the slip sign. Oh, yeah. He would not die. Like, <laughs> he was mad dog. No. <laughs> he was a tank. He's like mad, mad dog. He's a tank. Yeah. He, I don't, he's, he aggroed a lot. <laughs> it's funny, too, because like there's a part where um, one of the main characters talks to the little, this little girl... <laughs> And she's like, yeah, uncle, and this the the dude with this sign. He looked like an Indonesian Mad Mickelson. <laughs> and he goes way. like, he's very strong. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. It was crazy. <laughs> but yeah, really good movie. It's on Netflix. So if you have Netflix, it's a it's a and you like action. And you're okay watch. with that level of violence. And you're yeah, okay with the level of uh Yeah, you know, like you had said there was guts, and I'm like, there's no guts, and then guts. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> The shit they do. That's so ridiculous, dude. Yeah. Um, and it's crazy because Castlevania has that same level of like visual violence, it's, but it's a cartoon. It's funny, too, because the the actor, that, the one that's from The Raid that's in this one. There's two. Um, the the main character in The Raid. Tony Jaa? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know you're talking about. No, it's no, not, not Tony Jaa. Ja. No. Um, the, the antagonist. Though. Yeah. Um, I thought, I was like, dude... When I was as I was watching the movie, I'm thinking this is going to be a very good movie for this guy to finally like break his heroic I, like vision and go into something else, like a villainous um, state, probably yeah, or something else. And watching the movie, I was like, it's not a good. I, a- I feel like I wouldn't put this on my resume if I wanted to break this idea that I was always a heroic. 
He was in Heroic, though. No, no, but in previous movies, I'm saying no. <laughs> um, I, I when I when I see him, I think he plays movies where he he he's nothing and he builds himself up, but becomes a good person. Okay. And this movie, he's the opposite. He's he's um, turning into a bad guy essentially. Yeah, that's his character. No, right, right. But I'm saying like it's not. It doesn't portray it very well. Like it doesn't get a good. It doesn't do it justice because oh, okay. it, it doesn't let him mark. shine. Yeah, it didn't hit the mark. I thought his last fight, he kind of shined. That was like where, like up until that point, he's sort of just like around. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm waiting for something to happen, and nothing happened. And then it, it slowly shows you that he's a badass, essentially. And in, in this this last scene, it shows like, no, he is a badass, but. There's still a story to it, and I don't feel like the story did it did him justice. I feel like if anything, it what you're saying, you were hoping to see that for that guy. I saw with the other guy. Yeah, the other guy has been in. Um, I think he was in Fast and the Furious, the last one, and then he was in the Raid, and then he was in some other movie. Um, just like not the main part, but always like there. Yeah, this one I was like, fuck yeah, I want to see more with this guy. He's another big like martial arts star. I would say that. that the main character from the Raid. Was a supporting character in this one. Yeah, like yeah, it, it wasn't a focusing on him. Yeah, but um, I, I guess I had my eyes focused on him. Yeah, because he's the guy that I was seeing, and I'm like, oh, he's playing a d- different role than he normally does. Yeah, right, yeah. But I, I just I don't feel like this movie hit the mark for him for for breaking that role he normally plays. Um, other than that, um, what else did I do? Very, very, very closely bought Pokemon Go just to farm shinies. Good thing I didn't. Don't we got Pokemon that covered. Go. Don't buy Pokemon Go. We got it covered already. <laughs> yeah, there's enough people buying Pokemon Go. You, you don't need to contribute. Um, but yeah, you saw me. I was I was watching uh, this guy named A Drive, which the, the I don't know what time you saw it, but he he plays in the morning, eight hours. Oh, I was and he has anything. he has there's a total of three people that rotate eight hour shifts, Damn. or three or four people. So it's his channel. But he has a d- different people rotate throughout the the the, the channel, so the channel's playing twenty four seven. Oh, jeez. Um. So yeah, he's he's got like a, a good setup going, and everyone. I don't know if they play his account. Okay. And every shiny goes to him essentially. Um. But yeah, he's he's done this for a very long time. All the previous games, and every time he catches a um, a shiny, he he has a video of when he caught it, his reaction. Oh, okay. Um, he clips it. Yeah, he clips it. it. He has videos how to catch shinies. So I saw how to catch like shinies here, and he talks about like the catch combo stuff like that. So that was really cool. And I, I was getting into it, and I'm like, fifty bucks, easy. <laughs> and as I was <laughs> as I was logging into my account to buy it, I was like, wrong password. I was like, I'll do it later. And snapped out of it. <laughs> I ended up not buying it. And yeah, that's how you, you got to trick yourself. You got to like do a password for an account and just like puck up a letter. Just like don't look, just press <laughs> a button so that like whenever you get to that point, it's like, what am I doing? <laughs> and like question. I have, um, I don't use one password. So I have a, a, a lot of passwords um, and I have an, a, somewhere it's saved. So I can, yeah. I can look it up to find out what password I put in there. Oh. But I was like, I, I probably shouldn't be buying this. I'll wait. I'll wait to see if I saw this feeling. And it went away. Sounds cool. It's about come to come back. back. <laughs> It'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> Two devils. <laughs> Us. <laughs> do it. Um, what else did I do? I, I wanted to watch um, 
the Harry Potter um, beasts and where to find them. Have you seen the other one? I've seen the first one. Okay. I haven't seen, obviously, the second one. Um, I just didn't end up having time to do it. So that was that. That's it, really. I haven't really done much. Okay. A little bit of streaming. Played some Pokemon and found out it was very casual. (laughs) Do you remember, did you play the original Yellow? No. No? What was the earliest Pokemon game you you remember playing? It was on a DS. Probably freaking Crystal Pearl. Diamond Pearl? How did that feel when you played it? Casual? No. I mean, it's casual. It There's meta into it, too. But there's casual slash meta. There was like a deeper game into it. This Is it one, early on? What do you mean? That casual slash meta. Like, would you be at that same casual slash meta now in this game? Or is it end game? End game is meta. Okay. I feel like. So you have like, you seen? I, I'm curious because I'm, I'm familiar with that as well. Mm-hmm based on what you've seen is it telling you that that doesn't exist no like i was just watching youtube videos and how to get like perfect ivs and how to get shinies and it just seems very casual like the way i used to get perfect ivs i would soft reset millions of times for certain pokemon like fucking millions yeah so i just felt like it's very casual so that aspect i'm familiar enough with to know that i believe sun and moon like each iteration of the gens not not necessarily remakes but like gen five six seven whatever they've just made it more accessible Mm. like ivs can start shifting or you can control it much easier and evs you don't need to go through as much tedious work to to like put in those points in you just put these and it's, so it's not necessarily this specific game but it's been a continuous progression and this is like the latest most accessible easy hmm. i just that that was my thing cuz i was like oh this game there's things about it that are going to be easier because they want people on the switch to be like come in you you played pokemon go which is very simple but then there's things that have been building because of the main series and it's like trying to differentiate the two so how far are you in this one <laughs> Got to the first gym. Didn't fight the gym leader. But Brock? Spoilers, he's pretty easy. Yeah. B- Brock? I think so, yeah. The Wakanda Forever? Yeah. He does this. <laughs> he <laughs> does the pose. My gripe? The thing is, like, Eevee and Pikachu, they have their voices, but the other Pokemon's all the old school electronic. Like, it's, it should be at that point where... Everyone should the have the thing their. is, Eevee, that specific Eevee and that specific Pikachu are are like it's imagine like getting a pet at a rescue and getting it at like a pro breeder. I imagine that that's how I've like rationalized it in my head is like this Pikachu has been like domesticated to the highest order. It's like been trained to like compete in like those like dog show sort of things. Whereas like a wild Pikachu is just like Do you do you see Pokemon as animals, not humans? Yeah. Oh my god, furry. <laughs> <laughs> I like the dude, the graphics have are good. I think they've done a fucking good job with the graphics. I'm sorry, like I, I meant to bring this up on mine. Um since we're talking about Pokemon, did you guys see Donkey's videos? I didn't realize there was two. Yeah. So he has I a Pokemon. One. He has Pokemon Go Pikachu review and Pokemon Go Eevee review. And I watched the Pikachu one. And then I go and tell my friends that also watched Donkey. I'm like, did you guys see his video? He's like, Yeah, he shit on it. And I was like, What? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, we watched the Eevee one. I'm like, oh, shit, he did too. I got to watch that one. 
But I thought he shitted on the Pikachu one. One of them. I'm okay. just I've so yeah, him. he shits on the Pikachu one. He's like worst game, and he's never done this. At the end of it, he's like zero out of ten. And then he has Pokemon Go Eevee, where he's like, dude, this is the best fucking game that's ever existed. 10 out of 10 at the end of it. The funny thing is, like, there's sarcastic. Like, I can't tell if it's sarcasm or if it now that I know that there's two ones. When I watched it the first time, I thought he was just sarcastically saying how great this game was. But now seeing the two, he's like, you look at Octopath Chava, they barely have eight characters fleshed out. This game has 151 characters and there's a whole, like, lore and backstory. It's like, this game is so complex and in-depth. And the the one he raves about it. And then the one where he shits on it, it's like the exact same thing, but he says the opposite of everything. And he, I think he brings up Octopath Traveler in both. Oh, he does? Yeah. yeah. The graphic. <laughs> He's like, so, the graphics are shit, and that's what brought it up. Are you going to stop playing, keep playing? No, I'll keep playing. Yeah. I think I won't, I won't stream it. Okay. Just, I want to get good. I, <laughs> like, I was talking to a few coworkers about it. Um, Like, I'm... I, Oh, did you have anything else? I'll get to my stuff. Did you have anything else? Stream. You did some videos. Red Dead Redemption. Oh, fuck. That was a sloppy-ass job. Hey, Went to designer get it con. out there, dude. I know, I know. I wanted to be... I'm Like, when you search for designer con, I'm like the fourth or fifth video, and I'm like... That's see? That's what I need. Like You do... My my view on this, um, this is from an outsider, like, in terms of, like, uh, expertise on what you're doing. It, it seems like you get just get this out there, Put it within some semblance of the vision you have. And then the more you do it, I feel like you'll get better at putting more within that same time frame. Yeah. Um, I need more. I don't know. More of that gun, though. Yeah, we went to Designer Con. Very interesting. Uh, I would go again. Um, dude, <laughs> the amount of people there, perfect. That is what convention Vendor be. space to, or like walk space to people ratio was like. Yeah, Perfect. I want to go next year because there's an after party that's I missed out on. I just don't want it to go to LA. I just keep it in Anaheim. <laughs> yes, hundred percent keep it. In well, Anaheim. it looks like it might. Well, I don't know because I don't know. Like yeah. they don't seem like they have any loyal. They were in Pasadena the year before. The thing is, their dates looks like it's on Thanksgiving weekend next year. Yeah, it's like the twenty third, twenty fourth, twenty fifth. So that's the only thing that's bad. Everything's on sale. <sighs> yeah, it's not going to do well for artists. Yeah. But I would go, 10 out of 10 would go again. This is the first year you've gone? Yes. What enticed you? Or what brought it to your attention? DJ Cubert was going to be there. And I don't know. I was just like, I was, I was looking at hashtags. And I was like, dude, some of these figures look, I don't collect figures anymore. I don't have room for them. But I was looking at the figures. I was like, dude, these look fucking legit. I didn't buy anything except this beanie and what you're wearing? shirt. What does the shirt say? I took a good poop today. Poopity With scoop. little stars. Poopity <laughs> scoop. And a dude that's like chilling after he took a good poop. He's like, mm. And I don't usually I get... I should have got that from my brother. <laughs> I, usually, I usually don't get impressed by stuff, but there was a couple things that kind of impressed me out there. So, Like, because, yeah. you know, I, you've, go, you've been to conventions. feel jaded. I feel jaded going to a comic convention. Like, ah, I've been here. This one that. really felt refreshing in the sense that there was a lot of original art versus... And it's partially because of what the, they're trying to cater to to get like get their name out there. A lot of conventions that we go to, which are comic or video game, they tend to do just like, here's my rendition of Harley Quinn or my rendition of Star Wars. And, and this was like, we got a little bit of that, but our highlight is like what I love to make. And it's like some new idea. And I'm like, whoa, this is cool. Yeah. That scene is crazy, though. Like Because it goes from like casual to like damn hardcore collectors, like 
this is four thousand dollars like i was like fuck the amount of pins i did not i was like pins are not like a niche thing like this place was every fucking booth had a pin to sell yeah oh yeah so you're telling me we gotta go get a weekly doc pin yeah yes cool we got some art on the on the scene over there mm-hmm. i saw it. My, my my street street style art. all of you guys posted pictures of best that. dlc decided in mississippi you want me best podcast? Fuck. <laughs> best DLC. Best DLC. Best DLC. Weekly. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I went to Designer Con. It was pretty fun. I kind of went on a whim. My friends were like, hey, we're going to this thing. Look into it. Let us know if you want to come. And it was like 20 bucks for a Sunday ticket. I'm like, yeah, if I, if I have nothing else, I'll go. I went. Jang was going to. I was like, okay, cool. Um, met some cool artists. I got like a bunch of Pikachu stuff. Like I got some Pikachu stickers. I was high on this whole Pokemon stuff. Like I put there's a Pikachu Totoro on there. On the back of it is some other Pikachu thing of the case. You can Oh like no, I'm not gonna move the case. Um <laughs> and then I got some pins that are Pikachu and a LaCroix. There was a LaCroix pin. And then with Pikachu. No, no, that one doesn't. <laughs> that's yeah. And then um there's this Target exclusive Funko Pikachu. That sold out like it was like it's done, and I we were just like walking through aisles, walking, walking. All of a sudden, I see it. And I was like, "That's the fucking thing!" And I'm like, "Maybe it's just on display." And I go and I'm like, "Hey, is this on sale?" He's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "How how much is it?" And it was like five bucks more than retail. Mm. And I was like, "Can I? Is the guy buy it?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm not holding it for anyone. Go for it." And I just pay him cash. I'm like, "Woohoo!" <laughs> fucking hightailed it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Took it out of the box. It's at my Pikachu shrine. I see. I don't like this. <laughs> the whole box shit thing. Like, I don't, I'm not into that. So obviously, even the camera didn't show. But I just like had <laughs> Dead a dis- deadpan face when he said I took it out of the box. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, so that was fun. I played a lot of Pokemon Go and Let's Go. I've been just like on both because um, they made an event in Pokemon Go that like in excited people they're like oh let's go just came out here's you know some cool stuff going on and go and i've been playing go or let's go they got the map on the inside yeah mm-hmm. i like that yeah that's cool um and i just went all out as you can see i got a new case pikachu case got my pokeball yeah dude you can you can survive a bullet with this dude. yeah <laughs> no one's getting to my my fucking pokemon save <laughs> my brother i have fuck, i don't know if i told you guys about my save huh it's like a curse with me. Like, all I would play on the Game Boy was Pokemon. Like, blue version, yellow version. And anytime my folks would be like, just let him just play, like, a little bit. Like, he's just always over my shoulder watching, but he's just, he was a little, little brother. I was like, all right, fine, I'll let him play. And, like, this was after, like, much prodding. It was like, share. I was like, fine. Every fucking time I did that, he somehow found a way to drop it at the worst place. And the way he dropped it... Erase the save. Oh. And I was like, what the, what, how? And it happened twice that way. (laughs) There was a third time where he's, I was like, just don't, just when you're done, just turn it off. Like anything you do, it won't save. Just as long as you just turn it off. Like I didn't expect him (laughs) to like go. And he somehow was like, I'm sorry. I I like did stuff. And then I started a new game and I saved. (laughs) I was like. It's not like straightforward. It's like you have to go into a menu of a menu and hit yet yeah, and then to go from no to yes. I'm like, you had to have like 
God, like the demons possessed your body, like, <gasps> like <laughs> he's like, shit, I restarted it. Shout, no, I'm saving. No, 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 Yes. <laughs> and he did that. And then later on the N64, I had two games. I had Donkey Kong and I had Pokemon Stadium. And he deleted saves on those. And those were even more like, how did you go out of your way to do this? So <laughs> easy. He bought a whole bulletproof motherfucking case to prevent any of this. <laughs> you know, the, the, the safest bet, buy him his own Switch. Boom, easy, done. He's getting one for he, Smash. He can delete his own damn <laughs> saves now. <laughs> those were the hard... Those That was my struggle. <laughs> Bad luck, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Saves, delete saves. It, it taught me resilience. It's like, you really love this game? Play it again, motherfucker. And it's funny, too. It's like your, New Game Plus. Your parents are always like, just <laughs> let him play. You're like, you don't understand. You don't understand. <laughs> you know, How are you supposed to play? He's fucking with me. He's like, I did it by accident. He's <laughs> <laughs> like... He did that shit all the time. Yeah, he's, he's cool. Um, so yeah, I've been playing like a lot of Let's Go, and it. I love like to me like what I was getting at was I love the same end game you're talking about, where it's just like not to the point of IVs where you're breeding and breeding and mm. crossbreeding. That's crazy. EV training I would do. I would look up strategies of like best move sets. I'd get the moves I want on people. Smog on? Huh? Smog on? <laughs> I was hundreds of tabs open. I'm like, I want this Pokemon. And I would be like, this combo team, perfect, all this stuff. I love it. And Diamond and Pearl was when I went crazy yeah. with it. And I even, but I did do a lot of it in red and yellow when I was in high school. Like me and my friend rebooted our Game Boys. And this is like, I want to get through that story to get to the point where me and like my coworkers with you, whoever has it, I want to just ba battle. Be like, all right, let's go. What's the, what's the parameters? The like, are we doing doubles? Are we doing singles? Are, you, are we drafting? One sleep only. Standard rules. Like, I, I, I'm, in, I'm into that. I was in fucking junior college, and there was like, I was totally getting into this, and I was like, oh, cool, a bunch of Pokemon players. And they had one rule. You can't switch out. Which is stupid. I was like, that's the Do you know what Pokemon is? Like, th that's not how you play Pokemon. That's the basic strategy. That's out. like you're taking chess Mind and, like, games. eliminating half the strategy. Like, Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to play with you guys then. Peace. Um, anyway, Fuck so... You. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're playing a lot of that. It's fun. The story, like, it's super easy, like you said. But it's like, for me, it's a nostalgia. I remember playing this game 20 years ago. What was like, funny? So when I was playing it, and you know how, like, if it's small or large, it has sparks. It's like, oh, shiny. <laughs> so my first time, I was like, it's a fucking shiny? No, no, no. Oh. They would have sparks because it's large. Oh, and huge. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I was like, oh, shit, it's a fucking shiny. Yeah. So went in. Watching streams, I didn't know what that was. I thought like I thought it was similar to Pokemon Go, like the app where that's like weather, like they, they have boosted like stats or something like that because of the weather. As soon as I saw it, that little aura around them, I thought of Monster Hunter because you get crowns for large right, and right. small. And every time it was red, it was like, this is huge. Or if it's blue, it's shiny. It's, yeah, it's uh, tiny. And I was like, I got to get all the crowns. Like <laughs> I got to hunt. And I was like, no, wrong game. Wrong See, game. He got like one of every... Whatever. But the only problem is like because I want to catch a lot of things. Like you level up like crazy. And I feel like I'm OP right now. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm that's like, why I'm like that. I'm just I like, went in no expecting that. The one thing that threw me off. I first played uh, docked, and I was using my Joy-Con, and then I was like, this is whatever, because it's just one Joy-Con. So the other the Joy-Con's sitting on the thing, and I'm like, I can't like get my screenshot out because I want to take a screenshot. 
And then I was like, I'll use the Pokeball Plus. And I was like, I'll figure out how this works. It works pretty well. Like, it fits in your hand. I was just sitting on my desk, and I don't really have to do too much. Um, but I was like, okay, that's fine. And then I decided to do handheld, best way to play it, 100%. Like, Is that, you don't have to do the motions with the handheld? So what you do that's completely different is you just, it's like it'll be here, and it's like ready to throw. And it's like Pokemon Go, where it's a circle, and all you're doing is catching. But the motion is going to be how you angle your switch, and that changes how you're angling your trajectory. And when you're ready, instead of doing this, you just press a button and it tosses, mm -hmm. which to me is the difference maker. Like, I thought I was having to do this. I'm like, that's going to suck. <laughs> but, just, oh, oh, shit, shit. Down the stairs. Let me live my life. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Superman down the stairs. <laughs> yeah. So that's been fun. Um, I'm enjoying it. I'm excited. Like, I'm like... I got past Lavender Town. I got Snorlax. So, Mew. I think... Here's a question. What's up? Because I know you can have any Pokemon follow you. What if you get, like, those big-ass legendaries that are huge? So, I know with Snorlax, when you, he follows you, you're on him. He oh, walks. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And when you get Rapidash out, it's like a bike. Like, you're riding Rapidash around. So, they have it where every, you can have every Pokemon out. In some way, shape, or form. But some of the later Pokemons are really big. Onyx? Bigger than that. Who? Uh, Dragon. Palkia? They're not in this, though. I know, but I'm just saying. like, it, They'll figure that they're, out. They're huge. I think out of the 151, Onyx is the biggest. It's the no. tallest. Tallest. Like, okay. Yeah, biggest, tallest. Yeah, that's who I was thinking. So, It works. It's worked huge. so far. Yeah, huge. Um, yeah, it's fun. I enjoy it. I, it's nostalgia. So you're telling me I should get it, is what you're telling me. If you don't like Pokemon... I love not, Pokemon. It's not like... I was, I'm was. i like thinking of Octopath Traveler. I'm like, the, the RPG mechanics are not the same. I'm just sitting there. I'm like, Pikachu's a god. Just fucking roll, steamrolling through everyone. There's one thing I don't like. Like, I like capturing old school style where you would lower the health till it's red yeah i don't like the way they've incorporated the go element of it where there's no battling a wild pokemon you only battle trainers um, but you get xp from catching everyone gets XP. And you're catching yeah that's lot. yeah everyone gets XP. but that's not new to this the, the mm. sun and moon and ultra have oh. had that too they've just been making that like a thing which again is me trying to like differentiate what's new to this and what's new to the franchise it makes it easier to level because i remember like when you played like all of the original like the original pokemon like, there's a point where it's like, the only way you're going to level your Pokemon is by playing, fighting wild Pokemon. Like, you cannot find tra fight trainers anymore. I don't think that's the point of these. It's like trying to find rare Pokemon. Yeah. It's like, okay, I want to get in a car just to, like, find Magmar. And the cool thing is, you can now see them in the wild. You're not just, like, yeah. it, running into random bushes. If I, like, run in a bush, I can avoid eight Zubats. That's And cool. if I see Mr. Mime, I can beeline to Mr. Yeah. Mime and get to him. And like that to me is like a great quality of life that but I would, love about it. Would you get to him if you saw Detective Pikachu, Mister Mine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, enjoying it. Um, then the last thing I think I did—oh no, two things. I saw Fantastic Beasts: uh, The Crimes of Grindelwald. I like the movie overall. It furthers the story of Fantastic five Beasts. movies. Yeah, it's a five-movie thing. That doesn't sound like it was a good movie, though. No, it's just got things that it 
makes you like it's definitely been point there's been a lot of points of conversation good or bad Mm -hmm. that i won't go into what was good or what was bad but i think those things can't fully be like it becomes a thing of like you know going into this it's part of a larger story so how much can you criticize it for not answering certain things you know what i mean because there's a ton of people on the internet just like trashing this movie because they're like it doesn't fuck like look at all these open holes it's like well it could ease like if you look at a whole picture, yeah, like yeah. in ten years when all this is done, it's like that gets explained three movies from our two movies. Of, but mm. as a standalone movie, how does it stand? And I think that's just an innate like issue with franchise fi- like films like this. Yeah, maybe. They, they know they're gonna last longer, so they leave things open for future movies. This is also, I think, the second time J.K. Rowling's written a screenplay for directly instead of just like being an adaptation. Um, she's not bad. Like she's definitely. There's things I enjoyed more about. It. Like they do flashbacks in this that I much preferred over how they handled flashbacks in the Potter films. Um, Jude Law's great. The guy who plays Newt is great. Johnny Depp. I thought I was gonna hate. <laughs> he wasn't bad. Newt as Grindelwald. I just knowing who that character was in the first one, I w- still would have preferred that character. But he wasn't bad. In the Potter books, they talk about Albus and Grindelwald yeah. being homies. Yeah. Is this when they're homies or this is when they're not? This is when they're not. Oh, but I wish they would go with But they I mean they, they at least back? touch on okay. they touch on that asp- that point in their lives. Mm. Um I won't say to what degree or in what le- level of detail, but it is addressed. I feel like as they're fighting, I'm like, you were my brother. And then he's like, in they're not Anakin and Obi Wan. <laughs> <laughs> I have the high ground. <laughs> I, ha- I haven't seen Fantastic Beasts or this this one. Grindelwald just wants to control humans. He's like Magneto, right? So it, it's not. Think of Voldemort, just not as extreme. Okay, like he is malicious, but I feel like Katie and I were talking about this, and this is one of the parts I enjoy is the differences in how this his evil is different from. Voldemort's evil. Voldemort is just like eliminate, eliminate, mm-hmm. kill, fucking. Yeah. He's like the, they have their place in the world. It's just not where it is right now. We should be the top people. We should be yeah. not in hiding. Like the way the government is doing it is set up in such a way where they're just constantly coming up. It's like one of our friends was writing this up. It's like Grindelwald is catering to like guns activists. He's like. You should be allowed to carry in your wand and use as you see fit or whatever. And like the government's always like re- regulating, regulation, regulation. These people are like, no, we're fucking sick and tired of this shit. And like he's leading, like that's, a, I thought, an interesting analogy to it. But his personality is like, he he's totally strong enough to take people on in combat. He really likes to win you over with speech. Like he's a very, he's like smacks out speech and charisma. He's like, why fight you when I, I can persuade you to join, see things from my perspective? And I, I appreciated that, and I wanted more of that. I feel like the movie was very, the, one of the things where people were like, oh, it's whatever it is. It's like there's a lot of plots going on, and they come together, but it's just, it's a little bit everywhere. And you're like, this is like Game of Thrones, where I would normally have 10, 10 episodes to, to enjoy a lot of this and it c- coming together, but like in a two hour movie. And he has the elder wand. Yeah, it shows it in the trailer. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what it looks like because I don't see the, I haven't seen the movies. <laughs> it looks like a piece of wood. It's just like anal beads. Oh, is it the gun? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Well, at DesignerCon, there was a really cool booth that had like legit feeling wands. Yeah. And it had everyone's wand. And I was like, I kind of want one. So I don't know if that's... um, if if they did it like on their own, but there is uh, a movie replica like catalog thing. I forget the name of the company that sells like all these things, and they have all the wands you could buy. And then they're like, if you buy five or more, we'll give you a free five wand case. That's oh. normally one hundred and thirty bucks, hmm. but you're buying all these wands for two hundred and fifty bucks anyway. So here you go. Gotcha. This felt. I don't know the 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 quality feel of those, but these felt like I would have. I've been to Universal, and I don't like how those feel in the hand. Okay, these felt like they're, like they were weighed. Like they there was weighed. a weight to them. Okay, yeah, and so like yeah. one of them was like more wooden. And one had unicorn feel, hair. Yeah, I, was just like, <laughs> I, I feel like when I don't know why, but with small things, weight is a huge, huge like in the quality difference of, in quality. Yeah, like if it weighs good, it feels better yeah. for some reason. It's weird. Yeah. But it feels just, cheap or it feels not if, cheap. If it's like depending light, on yeah. like the the weight. Yeah, yeah. Um so yeah, soft and dance piece. And then the last thing I'll say is I watched uh two wrestling things. I watched NXT's mm. War Games, which is like their indie program, but they get a pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. And then I watched Survivor Series. And I wasn't originally too hyped for Survivor Series. There was two matches I was interested in, and both delivered. One was Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte. Which is a last minute switch, but I was like, it still could be good. And fuck yes, it was good. It was damn good. And props to both of them. Like, I don't really like Rhonda, but she did great. And Charlotte, who was the other one, she's Ric Flair's daughter, fucking killed it. Like, she, like everyone else that faces Rhonda, it's like when she's like the Brock Lesnar of the women's division. Anyone who faces her is already like at a disadvantage because they can't get to her intensity level. But Charlotte is like a foot taller than her and has the mass to back it up in terms of just like the look and demeanor and within pro wrestling, um, they had a great match. It was just fucking intense. And the second one was Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar. And that they fucking got me and they got everyone. Normally a Brock Lesnar match goes one of two ways. (laughs) It's fucking intense. Both ways goes five minutes. It's over. Or, it's 15 minutes of Brock just beating the shit out of someone, like button mashing his ultimate or super for like... Just to- pin him! Yeah. And Greg, yeah. <laughs> um, and it started... Daniel Bryan comes out. He had the cockiest fucking... He's like, I got his number. I know how to beat him. Fucking instantly starts getting smashed. And I was like, all I want out of this, I don't care who wins. I just want Daniel Bryan to fight him. Because he's. this has is been his dream match. He's yeah. like, if there's one wrestler I could fight before I retire, it's him. Because I think we could put on a great match. And I'm like, I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. And I'm like, but what if Brock's not into that and he just wants to smash him? Because they would do that. And he, for 15 minutes, he's beating the shit out of Brandon. I'm like, this is, uh, I don't want to watch this anymore. One of those. And then out of nowhere, they turn it. Like, right when you stop caring, they turn the match around. And Daniel Bryan, he, like, leading up to this, he's been a great guy, like a good guy. He did something to win the title to face Brock. Which was totally, he kicked a guy in the balls. And he's like, oh, is he going bad? And you're like, yeah, he's going bad. And I think that mentality let, like, allowed for his character to do what he did in this match because he started fighting dirty against Brock. He like kicked him as hard as he fucking could in the nads. And then he started doing just like, I'm gonna fuck your knee up. I'm gonna fuck your face. Like, he grabs his arms and just bashes his head while he's pulling his arms up. And you could see his footprint on Brock's face because Brock fights stiff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Daniel Bryan fights stiff if he wants to, and he fucking did. 
And you could tell like when when Brock lets you do it's essentially like Brock allowing the company to do that where he's like I respect this wrestler enough to to get this physical with them. Mm-hmm. Dana White was like <laughs> And then just Daniel just like he's teeing off on him. He's fucking his leg up to the point where Brock gets him. He's like I'm going to throw you, but his leg gives out and he's all this shit. And there was a like it just kept building. And you're like, "Oh, Brock, this is where Daniel loses it." And then he doesn't lose it and he keeps going and you're like I haven't been invested in a match like this. <laughs> and then it ends and Brock wins. But I was like, they fuck it. And Daniel Bryan, like, when he lost, he, like, slowly rolls over, like, a minute later. And Brock's, like, halfway up. And he's just smiling at Brock. He's like, fucking got you. <laughs> you thought you had this easy. And I'm like, I don't know what it is, but this match was, like, fucking good. <laughs> so, anyway. All right. That's been enough of that. We spent a lot of time on that. Let's get into the topics. Who's going first? I'll go Who's first. first. I'll go first. We had Who's news from third? last week. Guys. <laughs> it's fucking late. Who's on first? It's Monday. <laughs> it's Monday. It's I've, fucking I've late. talked enough already because of my stupid... Hey, you got water. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so my topic, E3. Sony pulled out and it wasn't safe. Mm. No condom <laughs> use. <laughs> um, yeah, they're they're not going to be at E3 this year, which is huge news. It's the first time in I think twenty four years. They're also not going to have a PlayStation experience. Which yeah, that was uh, earlier this year, like a, a month or two ago. They yeah. they were like, hey, you can change your PSN names. <laughs> By the way, we're not at PSX. At what cost? Excuse me. So they're not going to be at PSX this year. They're not going to be at E3 next year, which is huge because they've always been there. They're they're one of the better pres- presentations or showcases, and I, it's like, what is, what do you guys think they're gonna do? What do you think they're not gonna do? And and the bigger one of the other questions, which is like, that's a huge space that's a void within E three. Do you, what do you think this does for E three and the people at E three? Like everything impacted by this. What do you think? So there's there's speculation that I think it'll affect E three in a very negative manner because it's one of obviously three big um the three big leading developer. industry developer yeah that's not going to be there it's going to it's going to hinder it's going to hurt E3 like crazy um and i i have to go along with that speculation as well like that's they're a big part like they're a big section of when they give the stage to these different developers yeah or well um uh game companies and yeah, with Sony not having that, like, I think it's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt a lot. What do you think they're gonna do? <clears throat> if you have any guess, I, so I, I, I feel like pl- PlayStation can't go without doing something. So I feel like they do have to do an event, and the the, the only thing I can think of is they can do something similar to what Nintendo does, mm. where they do their own like live stream of of an event that they're gonna like this is what we're doing this is what we're planning here's all this stuff and they it can be more refined because that always looks really good on on nintendo like it's never there's never those dull moments or like those those awkward moments where like translation gets messed up or the guy doesn't know what to say or no one claps he's like am i done now or it it just works out better and i think that they're they're probably planning to announce something that they don't want to mess up on possibly I think they're going to go in the route of Nintendo because Nintendo does perfectly fine. They do mini E3 directs. So you're all saying the online time. only. 
online only, but I don't think they're going to do it as frequent as Nintendo. I think there's going to be a one-time thing. But actually, in my honest opinion, I think they're going to have an event like PlayStation Experience before E3. They said there won't be a PlayStation Experience this year, but I feel like 2019 before E3, they kind of want to probably do it a month before like an event, steal the shine Mm. out of E3 do their own version of E3 PlayStation experience style. That's interesting. I've I've been thinking about like they would probably do something but just after E3. Oh. I hadn't thought about before E3. Hmm. That that would be an interesting way. I just don't know like the thing is the, the they gave a statement saying we don't believe we have enough to show mm-hmm. at this time. And I think between now and before E3 is still that's even less time than they would have had than E3. So it's like why would they go before Mm. E3. That's my the only reason I eliminated that. I like the idea of the direct. The thing is, they've confidently done not what Microsoft does, where you're like someone comes out and talks and does the awkward stuff. They've been doing at least the last two three years where it's showcase. It's Mm -hmm. like you're watching a performance Mm -hmm. and segueing into another performance. It's like watching theater to some degree, and they do it so well that I'm like, maybe what they do is. They hold off. They get the the presentations that they want of the gameplay, the cinematics, or whatever they want ready to at whatever milestones they need them at, and then they present these performances and showcases at a theater, sort of like PSX did. Um, and maybe I don't. The where I don't know is I don't know if it'll be at PSX or right before PSX, like a separate thing. And they'll do some sort of like. Come, come here. Here's your like tickets will go on sale and people will be clamoring to go to be there live. They'll do the online thing of the showcase, uh, sort of like a Oscars, maybe. Um, that's my guess is that they do something, but I think tw- late 2019 is what I'm expecting. If I don't see anything even late 2019, then I'm like, damn, they're really like, like just holding out to like the last fucking because I really feel 2020. We should be getting like a PS5 news or something. I think they're going to announce a PS5, to at be this, honest. At this thing? At this whatever thing they're planning. And w- with that, I'm like, okay, they have they have games that they've teased, like Last of Us 2, Death Stranding. I think they're going to do something along the lines of like, you can play it on your PS4, PS4 Pro, your PS5. These will be essentially launch games. Like whatever up-res, it's going to match that and work. It's going to be like that line of like, uh, what do they call it? Uh, backwards compatibility is going to start becoming more blurred. Of like how Xbox is it? Like Xbox One X, you can play all these other ones. You can do backwards. I think whatever comes next is going to be like everything you already have will work on this console. This so you you won't be like you have nothing. This is like a whole nother topic. But what if they go the route the Xbox is going or discless? Microsoft's making a discless. That's like an option, though, that they're doing. Mm. They're, it's not like they're only. I like they're exploring a lot of really cool stuff. The mm-hmm. discless, you're right, is really interesting. I think that could be like a tier. Like here, so it'll be like they're slim, maybe. Another thing they're exploring is streaming, so you can just play on your phone, and it, like Chrome is doing the same thing as Xbox. So like seeing them explore that market, um, I, I think I'm more interested. I, like it's like too far ahead to think about the PlayStation. I'm more interested personally in like what is what is, who's of whose else is remaining. How are they going to take advantage of that time and space mm. and market share that is E3? Like I don't think E3 is going to be at a loss like what you were saying, Vargas, mm-hmm. where it's like it's going to go down. It's like people 
<clears throat> there have been signs of it going away of like Microsoft's going to do their own thing. But they said right after this news happened, they're like, hey, we'll see you guys at E3. I'm like, balls in your court. Like you guys they gotta can't fuck, fuck it up. I don't. I don't worry about Nintendo. Like, Nintendo, Nintendo just does their own fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, they, got, they got new Pokemon coming out next year. They have Animal Crossing coming out next year. They have Metroid potentially coming out. I'm like that alone. I think is going to be Nintendo enough to just be like chill. Nintendo three minute be- direct beats huh? three minute direct. Yeah. One, a Nintendo beats to their own drum and they succeed every pretty much pretty much every time what i do think is like xbox could take advantage of this in the sense that like they've already done some partnerships with nintendo before what if they lean hard into that and be like we're all to united against like <laughs> they got obsidian yeah well i mean in the sense that like united like hey we can cross-platform play minecraft with nintendo's we can play fortnite with nintendo and then sony followed suit but like microsoft won good with good favor with that Nintendo just was like, this is great for us. We were doing great. We're going to do even better now. Yeah. Um, I wonder if they'll lean harder in that sense, like consumer-friendly stuff. I'm thinking of like also Devolver has been like expanding more and more. They've been doing all the indie stuff. I wonder if they'll take more, sh- more share. Or maybe we'll see like not hardware developers, but like the Ubisofts, the Activisions, taking up a bigger space. Because now they used to do stuff at Sony's booth. Like Capcom used to do stuff at Sony's thing like Monster Hunter World or Resident Evil. I wonder if Capcom will now have like a presentation time. They have enough stuff in their catalog. I don't know. Do you have any like final thoughts? I um I, <laughs> a really good route would be what again what Nintendo does. Like they again they beat to their own drum and I think PlayStation doing that would help them a lot. Um with you talking about them saying that they don't have enough to present to, that they feel like they're comfortable with with showing, it's possible that they have certain games they want to show that are, aren't going to be prepared right. for the event. So then, I still think that that like essentially that Sony Direct would be a plausible thing for them. That'd be to an show interesting stuff. thing for them to try. Yeah, I really do enjoy. I don't know how successful it was for them. I really do enjoy the performance stuff. Like when they had leaves when Monster Hunter World came out or when they had like journey style stuff happening and they had all this or the sand out and it was like last or mm-hmm. not last of us uncharted. Yeah. It, that to me was cool. I think last year's was a little weird because they did it on separate stages. They're like, and we're, we're preparing the, the last of us church and then we're going to prepare the ghost of Tsushima or one of the other ones. Mm-hmm. It's like, I was like, should just all done it at one. I don't know. <laughs> okay. That's, that's it for me. Cool. I can go next. Okay. Um, mine was, in your guys' opinion, what do you feel is weighed more when creating a game? And that's, um, wow, dedication? What was my Hard name? work. Hard work or creativity. Or creativity. <laughs> I don't even remember my Or memory. <laughs> or memory. <laughs> what Random three? access memory. No, so um, <laughs> when it comes to a game... Insert memory card. What do, you, what do you guys weigh more? Do you think it's creativity or hard work when it comes to making a game? As a customer? Yeah. Consumer? As, as a consumer, yeah. Uh, it's tough. I think they're both necessary. 
I would I would treat it like the brain is is the creativity and the heart of the company is like the diligence and the hard work. But when it comes to like what do you feel adds more oomph to the game? Well, game can be super creative, but if they're not hard work hard enough, like it either never comes out or they don't work out the kinks. If they are super hard workers, but it's a generic ass game, <laughs> then I'm like, what? Why would I even want to play what's this? What's the um? What's the guy that did Fable? I don't know. I know who you're talking about, but I don't know his name. The guy who like Peter Molyneux. Yeah, the Peter. Yeah, okay. What do you say? Well, no, 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 no. Like he's he did a. It was a PC game called like. Godex or Godus or something like that, and it like it, it never finished. He like was like, "I'm done, I quit," and it was just done. And it was like, I think it was a Kickstarter game or something like that. He had received money before, um, and like he just got a lot of shit for it. And now I don't see that guy as like a <laughs> like the way I see it. It's like if you have a great idea but you're not willing to act on it, then everyone's got those, mm. but. You, everyone works hard, but if they work aimlessly, then you just you're working yourself in circles. Right. So, I guess if you if if okay, let's say you have a hundred percent gauge and you could do fifty fifty, but you would need if you could choose one to have like sixty forty, I would probably go creativity 60. more. I don't know what percentage more. But I think that would give you more of an edge in terms of originality because, <sighs> yeah, I think that would keep, within the gaming industry, I think it's what it's about what keeps it fresh or keeps it interesting. And I think that's where the creativity would come. I agree with you. Like in a, in a, in a um, like if I'm looking at like a hundred percent thing, I would gauge creativity higher than I would at, um, than I would hard work. Okay. Here, maybe here's another example. To like try to visualize like how, let's say you had a game that's super like the idea of the gameplay. Like I'm trying to think of like a game that had like a really cool. What's a game that had like a really interesting mechanic or something? That you guys got the messenger. Okay, take that. But let's say every level had at least four glitches in it or bugs. Like they they let's game crashing or mining. Like it would it would impede your enjoyment. Like when you went in the water and you stopped swimming, but you were still. Oh, it's minor. <laughs> but that's one. I'm saying, what if there were several different like like each level had a few different glitches. As long as it's not game crashing, I'm okay with it. Really? Let's go. I mean, because I know what you're saying. Like it does hinder my enjoyment of the game because then it just it throws me out of this. Yeah. I feel like that's that like something in. that like Fallout seventy six has been dealing with right now with a lot of social media and, and news is that it's fairly generic in the sense that they haven't really updated visually or mechanically, but and there's still tons of bugs. They're like they yeah. did a really interesting new idea where it's like here let's take Fallout but let's make it like mixed with other people and open world, but like people are crashing in bugs and all this stuff and it's like. See, that's ca- game crashing, though. That's distracting from the experience. Game crashing, I would not like. Minor, but it is, I don't think it is game crashing. I think oh. it's just like your like an NPC character model is like flipping upside down. That's not game crashing. No. There's there's a variety. There are game crashing ones where like the so they said they had dedicated servers. Um, supposedly, people have scoured and they're finding that it's not de- dedicated servers. They're actually open servers. So people like if you're playing in a server. And someone decides to hack that her server, they can see the IP address of every single person playing that <laughs> server, which is not good. Um, servers are, are crashing. 
Um, there's like the, the, you know, there's characters that are just like frozen and there's, they're not doing anything. There's characters that are invisible, but like when you go over with your reticle, you can see them. Um, but I, I feel like Fallout's a, a hard one to gauge because it's speculation. Um, I've heard that they're using the same engine, but not because obviously like it's just easier, but they're using it because they can import all the assets they've had before with right. every, every different Fallout, and and then they all they have to do is add the microtransactions. Right, so right. I'm not money. I meant more just in the sense that like it's they've worked hard on this game and they had a new idea, but it's got a bunch of glitches. Like that was just trying to get at the glitches, right. not necessarily like what engine they use. Right. But but PR wise, they've said that they've had the most people working on this game they've ever had before. So I can't say that they didn't have the hard work. In that sense, <laughs> okay. Let me give it, another it's, example. It's speculation. I know what you're saying. Destiny. I, I'll say Destiny. <laughs> Every other Gambit match, I'm. I have a connection error. I have a weasel error. I have some fucking error going on. But I still come back to it because I like the way the gameplay loop is mm-hmm. and how satisfying the gameplay is and the way the guns feel. And I feel like that's on the creativity of it. So I feel like I'm subconsciously saying I prefer creativity over hard, like the hard work. If if I had to edge one out. Again, reiterating what I said. <laughs> Jang, did you ever give creativity over hard work every day? Um, I don't like games that are very predictable and use like the same fucking tricks. So I prefer creativity over hard work. But what I feel like is a lot of indie games have a good equal balance of both <laughs> creativity and hard work. I think they hone in on like a single. They're like, let's focus on this like mechanic. So again, I would gauge creativity a little um, more than I would hard work, but I feel like the examples you're giving, I wouldn't necessarily say the issues like these glitches or like uh, these server issues are linked to not having enough hard work. Okay. Um, it could be. I was trying to make an example. Um, So like, <clears throat> in my head, the way I'm equating it is the if they worked a, like the hardest fucking possible, the game would run smooth as fuck. But I, but I know that's not 100% yeah. equated because it might take in creative problem solving to solve these problems. But not only that, like you, I so I don't. You could still work very hard, but these issues would arise because it's just compat- compatibility issues or something. Like it's something unforeseen. Yeah, I don't. Regardless, but what I would, what I would, um, the way I would visualize it is um, a game that is like a triple A game where like you're you're going to see the graphics for it, you're going to see like the story for it. So like Red Dead, um, where they put a lot of hard work into the way the game looks. But they did a really bad job in the in the way the game plays because that's where creativity usually lies on is is how you play a game like the the thought they put into um, having to reload the gun and having to to do all these different things. But then you would look at like indie games where like the creativity is there, but the hard work in in graphics wise I wouldn't say is is there because it's it's using sprites. But a, no, I don't know if that example works either because it's like <laughs> that's not hard work. That's just focus. Mm-hmm. It's like their focus isn't visuals. Their focus is something else, but I can say that so I don't know if any of these are good. <laughs> they're outweighing. They're putting more into creativity than they are hard work. Again, no, yeah, I don't think. This yeah, okay. It's, it's uh, <laughs> none of our. We're it's, not good at metaphors. <laughs> um, 
You still go. I think we're all on the creativity side. Yeah, but it's. Okay. I would. I would flip. To be honest with you, um, just because we we went the creativity. Well, no, I would. No, no, no. I would flip like back and forth between oh, creativity oh, yeah, yeah. and hard work, okay. depending on what I'm looking at. Um, I think it's hard to gauge. Like, it just is hard work. It, uh, yeah, I, I don't think like it's a straightforward answer. You can't just be like it's always hundred percent. Why'd you fucking do this to us? <laughs> I, I just I like to have conversations. I like we it argue. Too. I like it. And I yell at you all the time. I know. It's really fun. It really I cry when I finish these up. Good. I'm like, I hope he uploads the video so I can edit. The gun. <laughs> the gun. <laughs> the penis gun. <laughs> a designer gun. <laughs> For people That's to know. Okay. <laughs> Last. Of but us. certainly. So certainly least. Stanley passed away last week. Rest, Rest in, in peace. peace. Um, I was so when he passed away, YouTube was like recommending all these like Stanley videos, and I saw an interview with Conan O'Brien, and Stanley was pitching Marvel versus DC, which was a four issue event back in the day. Um, and the way they like there were certain matches that were preset, and voters can call in to see who would win. So it was by popularity. It's like Jason Todd. <laughs> exactly. So can you imagine? That should be a topic. If a, if a thing like that worked today for like a story, like imagine like should Joffrey die, but call in. <laughs> and the thing is, it, dude, this was super gimmicky because like the thing was like whoever won DC or Marvel the other company had to like stop making comic books. What? That was the thing. You don't <laughs> That was the thing. Like whoever lost lost they weren't going to publish anymore, which was a gimmick. Oh, yeah, yeah. F- huge gimmick. Yeah, yeah. So Clickbait. There was 11 battles. I forgot to talk about something too. Yeah. yeah. Go for it. No, no, go for it. It's just a small story. There's 11 battles. Okay. And then we're, we're going to go through each one. Okay. And see which one. Easy. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. Some of them I can't believe the, the outcome? Yeah. So the first one is, there's a movie coming up next next month. DC. Samurai 7. Jason Momoa. Aquaman versus Namor, Submariner. Which Aquaman is it? Is it the hook arm or is he both arms? It's probably both arms. This is a like... Hook arm to me is the most OP. I don't know. Something about that version made him like the ultimate badass. Both okay. So, but double hook arms is that? No, no, no. <laughs> they have. They would never go that far. <laughs> never go full hook arm. Um, I don't know. I give Namor because he's got wings on his feet. Okay. And I'm, so, not only can he be on land, he can be in the water where he can fly. And I think that that gives him super air air superiority. I feel like this is really bad. I don't even know who the hell Submariner is. He's Marvel's Aquaman. At the at the he most basic uh, level, Miss Mrs. He's Fantastic. very much his personality is very much like Vegeta. He I feel superior. I would say, just just knowing that, I would want to choose Aquaman as opposed to Superman. what? Fuck it, man. Because Goku's always better than Vegeta. No, no, no. <laughs> Vegeta. Always Aquaman's lets. always better than no. Submariner. <laughs> I'm gonna go Namor. I, I just going by favorite and who I know, Aquaman. I go by Aquaman. I didn't know who won this fight, so this is how I won. Aquaman wins by summoning a whale to leap out of the water and land on Namor. Since Namor is pinned and unable to move, he is declared the loser. 
Fair. <laughs> Wait, I so say, do you know who came up with like these these wins? There was oh, like no, no, no. How how a win happened? Like it was like, the creative the creative artist. Okay, I mean, they, you vote the winner. The creative team would figures out. Figure, how to make okay, it yeah. okay. I do. Okay, I would be able to see. I guess Aquaman winning because I feel like he's more level headed than Namor. Namor, like Vegeta, Rage. gets very much emotional. Very emotional, not very much. Very emotional, and I think that w- he that would get the better of him. Thank you. Battle number two: Electra versus Catwoman. Electra. But fuck, cats have nine lives. I, I know. I only know Electra through Jennifer Garner. Yeah, <laughs> through, through the through the the movie. The not old, even da- no. I was about to say Daredevil. Daredevil season two, but um, and in that movie she was Evanescence. Wake me up. Wake me up inside. <laughs> the daredevil. The daredevil. <laughs> and I know Cat. Oh my god, I totally forgot about that. I know Catwoman <laughs> way more. I, I would have choose Catwoman in this one. So I would have chose Catwoman, but Electra won the popular vote. How'd she win? She cut off Catwoman's whip as she hung from a oh. building. Under construction, Catwoman survived by falling into a dumpster filled with sand. Like a bitch. So she just got <laughs> trapped in the sand. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. a kitty litter. <laughs> Battle number three. Oh Flash versus Quicksilver. Flash. Easy. What is... It's the same. I'm, like exactly the same? <laughs> no, I'm assuming I, I, one moves faster like than the other. I think Flash is fast. I think because of the stories, we've seen Flash do more. And that's the reason I gave him... The, because I know he's done certain things. I would choose Flash just because I know he can run fast enough to go back in time. Plus, Quicksilver tends to be more arrogant. He also gets very like emotional. Like if you fuck with his but sister, but he saves people. He runs in front of bullets to save people. That's in the movie. He does it though. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> Flash wins. It, it just says Flash wins using superior speed. Exactly. <laughs> he's That's faster. It. Next battle: Robin versus Jubilee. Jubilee had the fire. Which Robin? <laughs> yeah. Which Robin? Uh, it's not Damien for sure. This is like old. So. I know. So I'm thinking I would, Dick I would or Jason. It's probably. I don't think it's uh, Jason. D- I don't think it's um, Dick Gunn. No. Who's after Jason? Dick, Jason, Jeremy. <laughs> Ron, <Wilson>. Jeremy. That's <laughs> <laughs> Robin. No, who was he? Fuck, I forgot. I'm blanking. Anyway, I think it's Dick or Jason. I if would it's, choose Jubilee. If it's Dick, I give it to... But it's Jubilee. She just throws fireworks. I know, but she's a kid. <laughs> and I think I think Dick Grayson is more adult to like figure out how to combat this. I don't think Jason Todd is. I think Jason Todd gets cocky, fucks up. And I'm going to go Robin if it's Dick. I'm assuming that I'm going with Jubilee. I assume the fans chose Robin. Yeah. So I, I would have picked people's choice. Yeah. I would have picked Robin, but Robin won by using his cape as a decoy and then tying up Jubilee. That's that's classic Dick. Dick move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the next dude. This one's a good one. Silver Surfer versus Green Lantern. Silver it's probably Kyle too. Silver Surfer. I have to go with Green Lantern because he was like growing up. That's the guy I liked watching. Okay. I picked Silver Surfer, and Silver Surfer won when both collided with each other and released a huge explosion, which knocked out Green Lantern but left Silver Surfer unfazed. He's a cosmic entity. Ooh, this one's a good one. 
Thor versus Captain Marvel Shazam. Fuck. Thor versus Shazam. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good one. And Shazam is a, is essentially a kid that can. He says Shazam. He becomes like eight like eight different powers in a god. He's like the speed in of Mercury, the, the the strength uh, of Mars, person. the strength okay. of Jupiter, some shit. Um, He's Captain Planet. I guess in that sense, like, but you don't forget the popular thing. You brought it up with the dick. Right, thing. right, right. Chris I Hemsworth. Mean, each each situation is different. Versus Zach Levy. Ragnarok. Chris Hemsworth. Because. Yeah, I would have to go with Chris uh, or Levy. Um, what? Oh, Shazam! 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 Um, he's got every power. Like, I mean, he has eight different powers. I'm going Thor. Well, I would have went with Thor in Thor one when Captain Marvel was forced to change back to his Into alter ego, Billy. Billy tried to change back, but Thor used Mjolnir to in- intercept the lightning bolt that would have transformed him back to normal. The resulting impact knocked Billy out and sent Thor's hammer flying off. So I have to say, when you read, can you just make sure to read into the mic? Yes. Because you're like off to the side of the mic. It's muffled. Um, So can Shazam like lose enough power where he returns back to, or like get beat up enough? No, it's just when he says Shazam again. So you could beat him to near death and he wouldn't change back into a kid. Not, not that I know of. Okay. I mean, you could figure out ways to get him to say Shazam. So that's that situation is fucking stupid. <laughs> We're dealing with fiction here. Yeah. The next one, this is the one I know when I was reading as a kid and I didn't like. Superman versus Hulk. <laughs> I mean, the popular vote, you know who's going to win. Superman. But I would go with the Hulk. I go for Hulk, but I think Superman wins. This is a situational fight. Like, if Superman were to throw Hulk into space, I would feel like Superman would win. But if this was just a straight-on brawl, Hulk is stronger than Superman. Without, that's my opinion. But He's after exchanging one. punches in a burst of heat vision, <laughs> Superman wins eventually. <laughs> eventually. Eventually. All right, next up, Superman versus Goku. Let's let's go through all Saitama. the fa- yeah all the. <laughs> the next fight, Spider Man versus Superboy. I think Superboy. Yeah. Comparing powers, just Superboy. Yeah. I would, I would choose Superboy, but Spider Man is obviously the most popular. popular. With the advantage of his spider sense, Spider Man wins <laughs> by tying up Superboy with impact webbing and electrocuting him with high voltage. I don't feel like I feel like the writers are like, why the fuck do we make this one? They voted for him. <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> Got him fucking kryptonite. I mean, that's that's a simpler fucking solution. So th- there's three more left. Okay. okay. And one of them is Batman. Yep. And that's the one that we're, we're on. Batman versus Mechagodzilla. Versus who from Marvel? Captain America. Yes. Batman. I would say Captain America. I would say Captain America. I know the popular vote is easily Batman, but Captain America. No, I still think, regardless of that, Batman will win. He's beating Superman. Doesn't matter, you're wrong. Okay. I think Batman would win. Real quick, I think Batman wins against Superman because it's taken him time to learn his weaknesses. And it's not like if he fights him out of the blue, he would have never won. 
And so I feel like with Captain America, he would in this situation he would fight him out of the blue. We don't know what the situation he wouldn't is. Know his, You're setting up a random situation. The situations are dumb. <laughs> the situation they're waiting Pop. at the phones. <laughs> like who's the who's the winner? Okay, the match ends in wait. Oh, okay. We know it's Batman. Uncertainty. <laughs> yeah. Though both are evenly matched after hours of combat, a sudden flushing of the sewer knocks Cap off balance as Batman manages to strike him with a battering. Batman rescues Cap from certain death via drowning, drowning, but Cap's unconsciousness from nearly drowning causes him to lose. Like a bitch. <laughs> like a Domain bitch. situational. <laughs> so this is the one that pisses, pisses me off the most. This is one I saw Popularity. I read. Wolverine versus Lobo. Lobo, definitely. He's a cosmic bounty hunter. Lobo would beat his ass up and down the street, but hundred percent. Since it's a popularity vote, fucking Wolverine snake jerk beats Lobo in a brutal bar fight, which was largely off-panel. And then the last one, they got lazy on that one. They're just like it happened. It can't happen. One How do we do it? <laughs> I mean, this one, I think it's. Kind of one-sided, but Storm versus Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Like, yeah, what? I, Storm, I agree. A lightning bolt. And then there was, there's Shazam. better female <laughs> fighters and... I mean, stronger, I should say. Like, more up to uh, Wonder Woman's level. So, I would pick Wonder Woman. Um, before this fight, Wonder Woman actually picked up Thor's hammer. Just <laughs> to put it into context. And used it? Yeah. After Diana drops Thor's hammer in order to allow the fight to happen as it was intended, Storm wins the battle after repeatedly hitting Diana with her lightning after a brief melee encounter. Easy. Easy, guys. <laughs> Easy. I called it. Too. I, I, said, I said lightning would hit her. I called it. <laughs> what? But after this whole DC versus Marvel, they did Amalgam Comics. Have you heard of that? So they no. took... The worlds collide. So what they did with Batman, they put Batman and Wolverine together and made Dark Claw, and they put Sabretooth and Joker together and called them Hyena. <laughs> <laughs> they did. That was some real They're stuff. They're like, let's these writers are so amazing. Let's just fucking let them run with it. So dropping whales on fools. But who who really won? Marvel and DC's no po- pocketbooks. Yeah, their money. <laughs> Do you think we'll ever get to a point where they do something cl- like an official on that level? Because imagine thought, if they did that movie wise. <laughs> I think I don't know if we'll get that movie. Okay, let's because Disney's on a trajectory to buy everything. Let's say they buy DC and Marvel. Oh no, wait, they already own Marvel. they own Marvel. Sorry. <laughs> I think we'll see it on the small screen before we see it on the big screen. Like in and like the first contact will be some TV show thing. It'll be I, like I think we'll see it on paper before we see it on a small screen. We already saw it on paper, real paper. <laughs> That's a digital paper. What a novelization! I I a think script. That's what you're saying. A script. <laughs> I think there'll be like a uh, like an. Uh, are, these are an official comic books, right? Like they're official. Yeah, like a referee. This Stanley is Marvel was, and DC coming together. I give up. I want to stop doing this podcast right now. You need to work harder. And be a little more creative <laughs> so that we can get press passes to E3. I thought they just wrote simple, like, situations no, for, for how to like win. A, so they made, comic. like, a whole entire thing, and they, they just, and like, 
one company was going to lose and lose their publishing, which never happened. They should have done something where it's like their team would buy breakfast for the other team. Like that would have been a cool like competitive spirit. <laughs> I wonder if they'd let them do that now. Damn. I don't think they would. I wish we could have like Creative Commons and just like rewrite certain things the way we want to. That's what this podcast is yeah, about. Fan right? fiction. You can. That's what I do want. with Pokemon. Ooh. Furries. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and then Eevee and Pikachu. <laughs> Tonight, you know. Me. We'll bring out the gun. <laughs> That's what, that's what you named your Pikachu Spaghetti? Spaghetti. No, I named him Pika Bra. But you, you can who, change the names. Who'd you name the rival? My brother. <laughs> this but, is all the same game. But he's not. This The difference is Gary is not your rival. Gary exists. Right. He's like around. And he's saying, hey, you two, you talk to my. So this is like it's red and or yellow, but it's after yellow. And you and this rival, it's he's not a rival. He's like a motivator. Like oh, yeah. I want to try and be on the same level as you. It's like, oh dude, you're doing great. Like I want to like I'm already went ahead. I've just given you a pro tip. And he's like giving you help. So it's like more of like a friendly. Like you're going in the friendly But do you still fight him? Yeah, you you still could be like, I want to see how I am. Like let's t- let's test our strength. And you just dis- destroy him. I fucking annihilate him. Yeah. But it's still like, hey, cool, here's my money. <laughs> Good fighting you, dude. Like it's so great. I want to see someone that loses to these fights, because I, I feel like with the ca- the catching, like every Pokemon levels, it's it's a lot more difficult to be shittier. Yeah. It, well, there's hard mode. You were talking about it. What? Playing playing the game. Oh, like, so people. The two things I was talking about were for streaming. Permadeath. Oh, excuse ooh, me. Ooh, wow, One wow. faint. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, there's two things I've seen a lot of streamers do in the Pokemon world that like that's how they get viewers. One of them is shiny hunting, where they just like just grind for shinies, which is to me like mind numbing. <laughs> and then the other thing is Nuzlocke challenge. Have you, are you familiar with that? So I was watching a guy who talked about doing this, and it's essentially if a Pokemon faints, you have to give it away to put Professor Oak, so you lose this Pokemon. And you can never capture that Pokemon again. So, like, completely gone from your roster. And if... Oh, and you can only attempt to catch Pokemon once. So if you toss a fucking Pokeball and miss, you have to run away and never try to catch that guy again. The Nuzlocke Challenge. um, People started doing it with Pokemon Ruby. Um, He decided to play with two rules the first time it was done. Only the first Pokemon encountered on each route can be captured, and if a Pokemon reaches zero HP, it has died and must be released. And more rules have been added to it where it's like you could do wonder trades and you just randomly send something out for online trade and you get something randomly. And he's like, whatever you get with then is your starter, and you have to go from there. And so like those are the two things I've seen people do that make difficulty out of the base game, not like the end game. But mm. Yeah. I, f- I just want to say one last thing before we cut the, the show. Um, cut. I had a near-death experience. Or you almost became something. I almost became Spider-Man. <laughs> Black Widow. <laughs> yeah. You almost Scar- became- Scar- Scar- Joe, watch out. I almost uh, <laughs> recast you. Um, our garage had a Black Widow in it. It was pretty, pretty large. Um, or decent size, I should say. And like we thought we cleared it. We got like a broom. And, like, it hid in the garage, like, on the door, on the inside. And, like, I fucking cleared that whole place. I was like, it's gone. 
two days later, I opened the garage and it's right back where it fucking was. I was like, this motherfucker. And I was like ready to, ready to go work. You opened the garage, two fumigating cans. <laughs> <laughs> All my shit just fucking. <laughs> no, so like last time I was like, man, okay, I'll just clear it out. We'll see what happens. This time I was like, no, one, well, one of us is going to go. So I got my tote bag. It was like folded up and I just put it over my fist. I just punched. <laughs> I punched the. Punch! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I just. Flames. I did a little like grind at the end. And then I, I brought off. We wouldn't have been fun grinding. It's like. It's the mosquito <laughs> chick in one punch. You just slap this shit. <laughs> or you killed it and then the babies come out. Don't fucking freak me out. I'm, about, I'm not going to sleep. Have tonight. you seen that gif? Which gift? A guy stomps, uh, or no, he smashes a spider with a broom and then just like oh, baby spiders yeah. run yeah, out I, everywhere. No, I don't like that. <laughs> anyway, yeah. That was my clickbait near death. And this is what we're going to end on. Yeah. Baby spiders. <laughs> oh, speaking of that cartoon, in the war games, the NXT, they have this matchup where it was like two teams of four in a two rings mm-hmm. connected with a cage. And then it's like a fucking brawl. Like it's full. It's it's war. <laughs> it's what it is. And they do a point where they like they get four. They get, they regroup on this side. They regroup on this side. They just slowly enter towards the center, and then they face off. And someone pointed out like this is the exact thing out of the X Men intro, <laughs> where they're just coming at each other. Like they recreated it in wrestling. <laughs> wrestling is amazing. They so. knew. Guys, where can they find you guys? They can find me at the Fulio365 on Instagram and in the Fulio everywhere else. At the last bosses everywhere. At Kujo Prime. You can find us all at the Weekly DLC. Uh, we hope you all have a happy Thanksgiving. Have had a happy Thanksgiving. Ready for the holidays coming up now. We're almost in full Christmas swing. Um, so yeah, check out. Please enjoy everything we've got. We got we're on episode 94. 100's coming up. Yeah, so we gotta finish. Um Stranger Things too, dude. You do? <laughs> For episode 100. Wait. A review. Nani? <laughs> Until <laughs> next time, I guess we'll... Uh... DLC. You later. Nani? Nani?